Welcome to My Messy Lessons, the podcast. I hope this show will encourage you to know and love yourself more, inspire you to look at things differently, or maybe just say, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one. As you join me in my journey through life, please don't take it as the truth. I might disagree with myself 10 episodes from now, so use my discoveries simply to spark your own, to learn, think, and grow in whatever direction that takes you. <clears throat> On my podcast today, I get to interview my amazing and best brother ever. He's also my only brother, so he's also my worst brother ever. <laughs> Just joking. Very true. Um, and no, he's a really awesome guy, and he thinks about things a lot. So I'm really excited to have him on my podcast. And he um, doesn't come to Canada very often. He lives in South America. So this is a very unique opportunity for me to interview him because he came up for our wedding. So... I'm very excited to have him on my podcast today. Well, and I am excited to be here with you on your podcast as well, Phoebe. In my closet. In your closet. Yes, it's very exciting. Yes. My podcast studio. Well, your venue has expansive city views, so <laughs> it's not a problem at all. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, tell me about... A lesson that you've learned that's changed your life or one of the hardest lessons that you've learned? I didn't go like seeking. I often don't go seeking to learn a particular lesson. One thing I've learned over the last nine years or 10 years is to not judge people. Hmm. And even you can say, okay, well, that sounds easy. But when you're raised in a fairly judgmental way, and you're taught to judge people shortly after meeting them or sometimes even based on their appearance, it can be tough to learn how to not be judgmental. Yeah. So that was based on personal experience because I went through some situations, some experiences in which people judge me. So when I'm on like the other end of that and I see that they judge me incorrectly it helped me really to see that you know what you know I definitely shouldn't be judgmental of other people and you know it goes a lot deeper than just like their appearances for example you know and even their their belief systems and everything like that yeah can you share a little bit about those experiences I grew up definitely as someone who sought the approval of others. And I actually think most people kind of grew up that way because, as you mentioned in a previous podcast, it's important for us, even from like a biological standpoint, like a survival standpoint, to get the approval of others. So yeah. I think most of us are raised that way. And then <clears throat> um, to move away from that, though, uh, can be fairly tough, especially as it was in our case where we were kind of raised with that as being like a very important aspect of our lives. So when I was quite young, really too young now in hindsight, I got married and things didn't go very well in that marriage. And so 
to make a long story short, we ended up separating and then getting a divorce and then I got remarried. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely something that we grew up believing was, you know, one of the worst things that you could do. Yeah. So going through that experience, I saw a lot of people, like I faced a lot of opposition and then there's a lot of people that I knew very well, including family members and friends and acquaintances who, you know, I could tell were judging, um, basically judging me and the situation and taking sides and things. I just saw that that was very like, um, divisive. Yeah. It just wasn't a very nice thing to see in others and it wasn't a nice feeling to have. So basically because of that, I learned to respect others a lot more in their decisions and, um, not to go in to like when I meet a new person, for example, to go in like preconceived ideas about them, whether it's like appearance based or faith based or I don't know, like, uh, in really in any terms. Yeah. And I think that's helped me a lot because I think before that experience, uh, there's a certain level of self-righteousness in me and self-righteousness is something that really is not a very, it's a very common, but it's not a very nice human quality. Yeah. So when you catch yourself starting to judge somebody, what do you do instead? It's a good question. The thing is, is because I've gone through this now, I really don't tend to prejudge, like consciously anyways. But if I were to catch myself doing that, like off the top of my head, I would just tell myself to keep an open mind about it. Yeah. It's just like respecting others and their decisions, really, and their choices. And to not think, like... To not say, oh, if it were me, I would do this differently or I would think differently. But it's like accepting their view of things and appreciating them for the people that they are. Yeah. I think something that you shared with me this weekend was that you, you know, there's a couple people that you wish they would just seek to understand and like, they don't have to agree with you, but it would be nice if they could just understand where you're coming from. And I think that that's a really good way of going into meeting people or going into a situation that you don't understand is just to ask the people questions and really seek to understand where they're coming from and why they made a decision that they made or why they are the way they are. Yeah. And it's true. Like one thing just naturally I like to do is try to understand people. Yeah. And so I tend to ask people a lot of questions and And it's really fascinating to learn about a lot of different things. And that's how you can understand other people's points of view on issues as well, which is really important. Like managing my company is really important. Um, When I talk to like employees or clients or providers, like it's important to understand what like they're a little bit, what their background is. So I can understand their point of view. If there's, you know, some dispute or some issue that arises. So it carries over into all kinds of relationships in your life. Definitely. All relationships. Do you think that learning to not judge others has helped your professional life? 
Um, Do you think it's made you a bit better business owner? I think it has. I don't know if there was like a moment where it's like, oh, all of a sudden, like, like I consciously really on a personal and business level, there wasn't a moment when I consciously said, okay, I'm going to stop judging people. For yeah, today. for sure. <laughs> right. It was like a process that took years to be honest. Yeah. But I think because of that there, I know that because of that, there are certain situations, there's certain, um, issues that as a company we've been over to overcome because of my ability to keep an impartial, not only an impartial view of an issue, but to, um, like see how other people are seeing a situation and find a mutual solution to it. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. You mentioned that there are some people that I wish would open up a bit more so they could like, could start to see things from other perspectives. And I think that's definitely a person's like someone has to be willing to do that. Yeah. Because if they're not willing to open up and, and look at other things and like, um, like kind of search their inner being for the answer or yeah. like the foundation of it, then they are not going to be able to do that. They're not going to be able to do that. And they're not going to be able to accept anything that they might find as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because sometimes people like they do that, they'll explore the different options. And even though the answer is like seriously punching them in the face, they still do not accept that that is a possibility or that it's an answer. Because they're heavily invested in keeping things the same or invested in being right or invested in their previously conceived belief and they just don't want to change yeah, I, I, again, for them, I don't believe it is a conscious thing that they do. It's just... Yeah, I don't think it's conscious either. Like, if you sit down and ask yourself, why do we do that? Like, why are we judgmental? Like, why um, don't we want to upset the status quo? Like, most people wouldn't know how to answer that question. Yeah. If you say, well, why don't you accept me for who I am or why don't you understand this or why can't you see this like they're not going to know the answer yeah. but there's definitely a barrier that's been set there yeah why do you think that is that barrier what like well, why I think do some people have the barrier and some people don't have the barrier because they have a comfort zone and I think it keeps people within their comfort zone so, like... So, some people are are more heavily attached to their comfort zones than others? I wouldn't... Because, like, you and possibly. I have a comfort zone, but we're willing yeah, to challenge it, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I think know. if you're not used to, if you're not used to, like, kind of... Mm. Like, you, there's a line, right? There's a line where your comfort zone ends, and so if you're not used to kind of going into like beyond that, going into the gray area, if you will, then I think you just shy away from it. And so there's situations that come up in our lives sometimes that force us to cross into that. So once you've crossed into it and you've experienced it, then I think you become a bit more 
I think you become a bit more um, willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And not only willing to do that, but those experiences actually widen your comfort zone, right? Totally. And I totally agree. A lot of people, though they have like their initial comfort zone that's set from the time that they're children and teenagers, like from the time they're at home, and they just don't get beyond that. Yeah. That's very true. Sometimes we can definitely choose to purposefully stretch our comfort zone in order to grow. And then sometimes experiences force us out of our comfort zone, like you said. Yes. It can be one of those things. Yes. Yeah, I agree. That can be a choice. I mean, in my personal case, at the end of the day, it was experiences. I mean, I started kind of before that a little bit, but definitely like going through those experiences forced my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something you said a little bit ago was that, damn it, I've forgotten it again. <laughs> Don't worry, that's old age creeping up. Happen, <laughs> happens to the best of us. You said a while ago that judging is kind of like saying, often it's directly saying, sometimes it's unconsciously saying, if that was me, I would choose differently. If I was in that situation, that's not what I would do. But I think there's a huge fallacy to that, which people forget, which is, yes, in your, if you were in that situation now with your experience, your life, your life experience, your beliefs, your support, your everything, you would make a different decision maybe. But they are not where you're at. Like they maybe don't have your support network. They don't have your experiences. They don't have your knowledge. They don't have your wisdom. They don't have any of that kind of stuff. They have theirs. And if you were in their shoes, if you had their upbringing and if you had their experiences, that is exactly the choice you would be making because we make choices for reasons. And I don't know, like, I think when people think about putting themselves in somebody else's shoes, they think literally, okay, me walking from here with all my inner self and inner knowledge and inner wisdom and walking over to your shoes in your situation and putting myself in your situation as I am now and making a decision. But really putting yourself in somebody else's shoes to really understand their decision means understanding like their entire life story and the things that shape them to be who they are and their deepest reasons why they make decisions and all that kind of stuff, which we can't really know. That's why I think we can never really judge somebody. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it's a very good point. And, um, yeah. And I think that's partly why it's dangerous to judge because you can't really, you can't, when you see someone, even when you get to know someone, and you can even know someone quite well, like you can't just put yourself in their place and in their exact place when they made certain decisions, right? Yeah. So that's why it's just illogical to do that. There is a certain level of judging or a certain amount of judging that we do, like naturally. Mm-hmm. Like when I say I'm not judgmental, that doesn't mean that I judge absolutely nothing. 
right? right. Like if I go to the grocery store to buy mangoes or to buy bananas, <laughs> you judge mangoes. which ones are like the best ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And you sit there and you like choose which one's firmer, which one's softer, which one's riper, which one's bigger, all that of kind course. of stuff, yeah. right? And even with people, I mean, <clears throat> sometimes in keto, like I'm walking down the street and I see someone who does not look like he's up to any good. Yeah. So I cross the street and right. you say, well, that's judgmental. Well, yeah, it is like I'm judging for my own safety. Yeah. And the person could be a multimillionaire, super nice guy, but yeah. he just chose to look scruffy that to look scruffy and to <laughs> act suspiciously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is a certain level of judging that a person does. Um, mm -hmm. It even happens to me at work. Like sometimes I go into a meeting with someone and just based on some of the responses that they give me to the information that I give them, you know, I judge what additional information to give them or how much time to spend with them. Yeah. And that type of thing. Right. So like those are just two extremely small examples, but. Like we judge things and actually people constantly because mm -hmm. we have to. I mean, that's again, part of our like survival in instincts, you know, in some cases it can literally keep us alive. So, but yeah. I'm referring to like judging people's, I mean, um, I don't know, like who they are as a person kind of mm -hmm. and their, like, where they're like beliefs and their. The their beliefs yes like, that type of like more deeper judging yeah and that's a good distinction to make i think being non-judgmental is also moving being willing to always move beyond your judgments like those sometimes when we make initial judgments it's being willing to be open to hearing their story and being willing to ask them questions i don't know yeah, and sometimes those questions are at a, like, you have to have a certain level of relationship with a person to ask them sometimes all those types of questions, but it definitely helps you, like, form uh, a basis so that you can do that. Whereas otherwise, if you judge someone, maybe you just, like, you wouldn't even take the time, right? You would just, like, say hello and then move past them as soon as you could, right? Because you've deemed them to be not as good as you or something. Right. So, yeah, that's been like a pretty, I would say a pretty important lesson for me. That's a huge one. I always try my best to put myself in the other person's place. Yeah. To the best of my ability. Yeah. Which is fairly limited, but at the end of the day, it helps me to understand them again and to not be judgmental because when we understand a person, like if you take someone who's like scruffy and stealing stuff, but you knew like you could all, all of a sudden see their past and all the decisions they made and why they made those decisions, you'd probably come away thinking, you know what? I understand them. And so you wouldn't judge them in the yeah. same way. Yeah, right? totally. So if we can put ourselves in another person's place, even sometimes like we don't have very much information all to go on. If we tried to do that, then I think that helps us. It, it goes a long ways to helping us be non-judgmental. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, for a lot of people, it's tough to do. Um, especially, 
again, when you're raised to please others and to think that there are, I don't know, people who you shouldn't associate with and all those kind of preconceived ideas. Yeah. Two things. One is something that I say quite often and people who listen to my podcast are probably really sick of it, but I'll say it again because I think it's that important that I have found we get judged regardless of what we do. So you got judged for, you know, getting divorced and And remarried and remarried. (laughs) And if you hadn't got divorced, people would judge you for staying in abusive relationship. Yeah, probably. So, and it's like that with everything. Like you're, you're judged if you do and you're judged if you don't. So you might as well live your life the way you want to live your life. Yeah, I agree with that. And that's something that I'm still kind of in the process of learning, but you know, just to not care at all really about what other people think. And again, I mean, there's extremes and extremes, right? But like you say, to live yourself, to live your life in a way that makes you happy and that you feel is right for you. And it doesn't really matter what other people think. And that's really tough for people who've grown up learning that they need to please others. It's really tough to learn that lesson. It is. But it is something that, you know, I am in the process of learning and seeing it maybe, I don't know, maybe it's age or experiences or whatever. But, you know, I feel that in recent years, I've become like, I have cared less and less about what other people think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. The second thing that I wanted to mention, uh, I cannot remember who this was. I wish I could, but somebody was asking a Christian pastor, I think, about judging. And they said, well, don't, like, isn't it hard for you to judge people when they say there is no God? And he said, I have heard some stories of people's lives where I believe the only healthy response to what they've gone through is to say there's no God. Like anything else would be unhealthy because, you know, maybe they've suffered like, yeah, extreme injustices in the name of God, you know, a religious authority or a religious cult or whatever. And the only sane response to that is to say there is no God. Oh, that just helps me see, you know, people that have the opposite beliefs that we do. Sometimes they have really good reasons for believing what they believe. And like we've said already in this episode, like if we were in their shoes, we would believe the same thing or we would choose the same thing if we had their life experience. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, people's backgrounds are so different, and you never know. I think I read that quote, actually. Hmm. And I almost think the person who said it was actually the Pope. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like 95% sure that he said that. What? Yeah. I don't think it was the Pope. We'll look it up online, I think. <laughs> I think he did. Like, he's come up with some pretty surprising quotes, and I think that's one of them. It, it kind of goes along Maybe. those lines, anyways. On that note. Thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. I love that my brother was willing to be on my podcast and I love that my brother listens to my podcast, which is really awesome. And I feel honored that you do. 
and honored that you're on my podcast. Well, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. I think I've learned some things from your podcast. Yeah, and that's awesome. I'm glad I could contribute a little bit to your mm-hmm. podcast. And I look forward to hearing more episodes in the future. Yes. Thanks. Love you, bro. You're welcome. Thank you. So when are you getting mom on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> This is Phoebe. Thank you for listening to My Messy Lessons. If you'd like to continue this discussion, visit my Facebook group called My Messy Lessons The Community and ask to be accepted into it. I would love to hear about your experiences or questions on these subjects. If you like this podcast and want to get each episode as it comes out, remember to hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. If you have questions, comments, or would like to access the show notes, please visit my website at www.mymessy.com. The intro and closing music is Never Back Down by Floor Broad. See you next week. And remember, we're all messy. That's what makes us beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>